L'chaim, lucky listeners. Happy Monday. Thanks for listening. This is the 2432 Podcast with Brighton and Will, coming to you live every single Monday with that heat. This episode of the podcast, we will be discussing some things and stuff. Guess we'll just have to listen to find out, huh? As always, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. 2432 podcast. 2432 podcast. 2432 podcast. And we're live, everyone. Hey, welcome. Hi, Will. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. Sang some karaoke last night. Um, it was absolutely horrendous. I mean, it, it was really bad. Yeah, what'd you sing? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, boy. I knew you were going to say that. You're saying that you want to see that. That's got a lot of high parts. It really does, and I think it's got a wide okay. range. Um, yeah, it was. There were three of us: myself, Andrea, and Carrie, who was so ridiculously flat. And I hope she listens to this. Go take some singing <laughs> lessons or something. I'll give you the benefit Figure of the doubt. Out. Everybody was drunk, so I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I feel like it's not too hard just to like mimic the singer's voice in the song. But I was also in show choir, so yeah, exactly. If you have any background <laughs> in singing whatsoever, music. yeah, <laughs> or music, yeah, music in general, I'm sure you'll be fine singing that. But if you have no rhythm, <laughs> no amount of singing knowledge, yeah, it's a tough one, real tough. Yeah, but there were um, there were some heaters out there. I mean, you got some of these old guys going up there that are just killing songs I've never even heard of. Really? Yeah. There was this one, it was like a Chicago, I'd have to look it up, but it's just some Chicago blues, jazz type ditty that he was up there doing, and it was it was really good. When Sarah and I went to Vegas, uh, when was it? It would have been this last year during the summer, before she left, uh, we, sang, we sang a song at a karaoke bar. It's like the Cool Cats or something, it was over in the corner in the Fremont District, and... Uh, now I forget what we sung. What is it? What is the Fremont district? Where's that? At? It's uh, it's more of the downtown district. Like the, it's not along the strip at all. You you have to go around, and it's like downtown area, like the old old Las Vegas, which I I think it has a little more culture, and that's where all the uh, the speakeasy bars were. Like okay. the, I've never been to Vegas, at all ever. That's fun. You gotta check that out once you go. Yeah. That and the uh, container park. Like we didn't go down the strip once, except to go to Cirque du Soleil, which was really cool. We saw the uh, the Beatles one. It was it was really fun. The Beatles Cirque du Soleil. I can't remember what Cirque du Soleil I saw, but I mean it was okay. It's just a bunch of gymnastics. If you're into that. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a cool show. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas is cool. They also have like a container park in the Fremont District. It's just a bunch of shipping containers with shopping plazas and stuff. So we're like walking around there and stuff. And then we stumbled upon this railroad car that was uh, over to the side. Vegas is like super dry heat. So we're like just looking around for stuff. And this uh, train car was a tattoo shop. Really? And so it was like, oh, we should get tattoos. And I was like. All right, let's do it. Let's do what you, whatever you want. And uh, so we went and did that. We were at this tattoo parlor 
literally all day. We were trying to look for tattoos, and I ended up not getting anything. And she ended up getting, like, a half sleeve, and then she got her eyebrows microplated. What? <laughs> for, for a pretty decent deal. So she's got, like, tattooed eyebrows now, which she already had pretty thick eyebrows already, but hey, it looks good. Yeah, whatever whatever suits your fancy, I guess. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, but yeah we were at the tattoo parlor all day. Dang. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're generally pretty cool places. I mean, people that work at tattoo parlors are pretty cool people, I would say. So it's not yeah. the worst place to spend an entire day. That that shipping container, they had that in Toronto. And there it was called Stacked. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like micro businesses all in these shipping containers. It's pretty cool. If you're ever yeah, out like there. I the concept. Yeah. It's an interesting concept, to say the least. So, um... I guess for this episode, you want to just give like people a background, like who we are, how we met. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's what do started. the do the intro. Yeah. Freshman orientation, IPFW Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> so yeah, that was fr- <laughs> freshman orientation. Uh, I guess it would have been fall of 2011. Does that sound yeah. right? That's a long Let's time ago. Say. That's nine Jeez. years ago. That's wild. A lot has changed, but um, yeah, I think I knew a couple people that were going there, so I hung around them for a little bit, and then we had that casino night, and I think that's when I first met you, was that casino night. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, Fort Wayne's like an hour away from where I live in Ohio, and I didn't know anybody, and I saw you and Samantha Pickett like walking around, I'm like, oh, those... Those guys must be like upperclassmen for some reason. Like, just having that city mindset and living in a bigger city than like my population of my hometown is like, I want to say fifteen thousand. Oh, Fort wow. Wayne's like a quarter million, just above a quarter million, and just like having that mentality and living in a big city just projected yourselves as like older. Even though both yeah. of you were younger than me, I was like, oh, these guys got to be upperclassmen. <laughs> we were like just chilling checking out the campus and casino night started and i just i never been played blackjack before in my life but for some reason that night was just a lucky night for me so i'm rolling in it you're like collecting chips and you like start off with these bills they're like i think they're like 500 dollars bills or whatever just fake currency and then you trade them in for chips so you trade in all your bills or whatever so all you have is poker chips now and I was running the table so much that they were giving me like the $500 bills back because they didn't have any more chips wow. for everybody else to play with. And then you showed up and, and you're not my... killing it. Just no. my... I, I, one thing about me is that I am probably the world's worst gambler, period. Yeah. I could be up 5000 and I would turn around and bet it all on one play or whatever, <laughs> whatever they're called. One trick or yeah. Uh, and then lose it all easily. So I just stay stay clear of gambling. But yeah, I think I went <laughs> completely bankrupt in maybe two hands. And then you yeah. just threw me some chips. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. And then we started shenaniganizing. Ever after. Ever after. Nine years ago. And then <laughs> just blew up. I didn't know anybody. And uh, after that poker game, we're like, all right, this place is shutting down. Where's the rest of the, where's the other party at? And you live downtown. 
at the time or around downtown. Yeah. I wouldn't call it necessarily the downtown area, but away Lakeside. from campus. Yeah. And I lived on campus on at the time for my freshman year. Building I. Yeah. Wasn't it I or Building H? not. No, I think it was I. It was I. It was yeah, I. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely I. Because I was the last one before you had to go over the bridge to J. Yep. Yeah. So we're like, oh, I live on campus or whatever. And they have this student housing rec center. So we went there and all the, the RAs of the building were... We're out there with random people from student housing just chilling. And we're like, what are the odds we can commandeer one of these classrooms? It's a big classroom with a projector. And just like start throwing some some party out there. And you were you were like the more outgoing, extroverted person. So you pretty much ran it and I just followed and I had like the connections. And yeah. uh we like just started playing music videos and all of a sudden this classroom was packed full of people and everybody's wondering what's going on. We just ran it through the we night did. until they had to shut the place down. Yeah. I f- totally forgot about that. I legitimately yeah. forgot about that. We did. We hosted <laughs> the first night we were there. We're not even in class and we're like commandeering a room <laughs> to have a party. Nobody yeah. knew who we were. That was awesome. That rec center was probably one of the coolest things i don't know if it's like yeah, it was, that anymore it's super nice but that was a pretty fun place i just yeah, recently man. found a video of us when we were in housing playing laser tag when we had got those laser oh my gosh i forgot guns. about that yeah i'll have to send you that video but we're up and down the stairs just going in the hallways playing laser tag probably drinking alcohol underage which i do yeah, not recommend <laughs> Against I do not condone it, but uh, yeah. But it's college. It's a I good mean, time. yeah, it's college. <laughs> Everybody expects it. Yeah, you're away Absolutely. from your family for the first time, just blowing money, getting oh. some cheap Captain Morgan. Yep, and some Coke, and then all of a sudden Skyrim comes out, and you're Ooh. like, uh oh. That was My exactly when Skyrim fun. came out. Holy shit! We we set up two monitors in my living room. Went at it for 72 hours. Absolutely. It was like three days straight. We were just going after. And drinking. Leveling <laughs> up. <laughs> drinking. Oh, my God. My first semester GPA was 0.9. That was that semester. It was 0.9. Uh, and those are gen ed classes. Yeah, I had to drop out of a lot just so I didn't have an F on my, my transcript. Yeah. I didn't realize you could do that. Like, oh, man. So, yeah, my first semester was just – I had to – from then on, I had to dig myself out of a hole. Oh, yeah. That was rough. Yeah. That Skyrim, rough. though. Oh, man. We played some Skyrim, didn't we? <laughs> For real. I remember that night uh, I had my world record still to this day of 35 shots of Captain Morgan. I put uh, mixed drinks for the things. Oh, and by the way, it was yeah, Coke yeah, yeah. as in Coca-Cola, not cocaine. We don't do cocaine. Yeah. No, nobody does We don't cocaine. do that. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I'm sure some people still do cocaine, but Adderall exists, and you can get a prescription. So just do that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'd make 50-50s, five shots in each glass, Coca-Cola. And, I mean, you're gaming. We were gaming hardcore. I was Fusero dying it up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, had multiple, multiple glasses, and it was 35 shots still to this day. I've never had more, and I've never felt worse in my life, ever. 
pretty sure that was alcohol yeah. poisoning. The only time I've had it. And I've had a lot to drink. Oh, yeah. We did get alcohol poisoning. Yeah. I was freaking out. Like, I did not. I thought I was going to die. Do you remember and Alex? We didn't even go to the hospital. We're just like, oh, yeah. Alex with the goatee and the faux hawk. Yeah. The gauges. He, I, I just found that video, too. I, I got uh, my hard drive out of my old laptop. And there was a folder in there titled College. And one of them was Alex with his head in our toilet or in your toilet in housing. The lid closed on his head and he's just sitting there gagging and we're laughing at him. And then uh, it was Mariah at the time. She's like, stop recording him. Stop recording. You need to stop this. And we're just laughing and giggling and drunk. And (laughs) I'm sure the statute of limitations is over so they can't get us in trouble. Yes, we drank at student housing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that that's in my background check too. So, I definitely told him all about that. So it's already out there. <laughs> but I still have a pretty decent clearance. So the FBI asked about everything for the past three years. So they knew about everything. Damn, and they were cool with yeah. it. I mean, I yeah, they didn't say anything. There's a lot of stressful situations when you're getting a background check and you have an FBI agent come onto your college campus and go into a empty classroom with you and just start asking questions, but you get through it. Yeah. Uh, did you ever meet Brad? Brad who? Lufold. He was one of my roommates idea. when we lived in Florida, but he just had, he had three rounds of interviews for, to be an FBI agent. And he, he got, uh-huh. um, I, I didn't really hear what happened, but I, I don't, I, he's not an FBI agent, but he had made it, very very far in that process and i don't know if he changed his mind or what happened but uh you just sit i mean he yeah. got to a point where it was a you sat with i think three senior officers or agents as they call them and they just grilled him grilled him grilled him grilled him for a couple hours that would be stressful uh, <laughs> i don't yeah. know if i could sit there and do that without sweating i'm sure there was a lot of sweating you sweat a lot anyway i know <laughs> your hands, I'm, I'm a sweater you're always sweaty more than anything, it's my hands. My hands are just yeah, so your fucking hands are always sweaty. Clammy. They're clammy. Yeah, I got clam hands. So if I go to shake yeah. your hand and it's wet, I did not piss on myself. I promise you, it's just sweat. <laughs> and I'm not even nervous. It's just it just yeah. happens. I don't know. Those are where my sweat glands are. They're on my hands, and they always have been. And that's why <laughs> they work really well. <laughs> yeah, they they work fine, I guess. But it's like lubricant at all times in my hand. Yeah, maybe Ugh. they overwork themselves. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. My hands are pretty jacked up as they speak. I got some hams, too. Some hams. <laughs> some ham hogs. Yeah, they're not like Austin's gorilla hands. But <laughs> that dude in his fingers. Shout out, Austin. Yeah, Austin Acorn. But yeah, I would venture to say this is not a bold statement by any means that we kind of ran IPFW campus as freshmen. Oh, definitely. Maybe. I don't know. We were we were seen in a lot of different demographics too. Like, we were on the event council, or what was it called? Student activities board. Yeah, we were on the student activities board, which led to the the event council, where we tried to get different uh, artists to show up to campus. And at one point, Kesha was going to be yeah. be there, yeah. but uh, we ended up quitting because there was like a lot of stupid politics in that. I mean, I guess that it's the nature of it, but there was a lot of catfighting amongst the women on that board. Yeah. And, and Wes. 
Yeah. And so we were good friends with Wes, and nobody else really liked him. I'm not really sure what the dynamic was. We won't name any more names besides them, but that was way too much drama. So we ended up doing uh, intramurals. We did intramurals and uh, athletics. Yeah. So we had done the event staff, intramurals, athletics. So once you meet Ron Clark of the campus, like... Good old Ron. Everything else is pretty much like, yeah, you were in in every, every single group. People knew you from somewhere. Not to mention we pretty much got away with anything Yeah. for a very, very long time there. Except when it came to basketball games and Dartmouth. Shout out, uh, what was that idiot's name? Uh, Dartmouth, he played basketball. I probably shouldn't even say his name. Skyler. Yeah, I probably should have. It's Skyler. Yeah. I'm going to say it. It is. Skyler. You know who you are, Skyler. You're still a pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can cry about it if you're listening to this and you oh, hear this. Oh my gosh. You got us banned for one semester from talking smack. Like, get out, man. <laughs> Go home. We were at every single game. We were the loudest fans at the game. Oh, yeah. And always in suits. Always well dressed. Always, always looking nice. You think uh, the Statue of Limitations is up on the, our boomsticks as well? I'm sure it is. Thank you, Walmart, for yeah, that. Yeah. Thanks, Walmart. Those, those were great. So we're going to – here's here's the idea. If you're listening to this and you go to school, it, do it in high school. I don't care. Do it for any until you get banned. But there are I'm, – I'm, and I'm not saying go out and steal them. That's just how we obtained them through theft. We're not thieves, but it sounded like a good idea at the time. The barriers that they have outside of stores that are like the concrete barriers before the doors so you can't ram your vehicle through them. They have plastic covers on them. When you take those plastic covers off, attach a handle to them, flip them upside down, and hit them on the ground, they produce a loud boom. So lots of bass. Lots of bass. The boomstick was born. And they still have the concrete barriers so nobody can drive through their doors. Concrete works fine. Yeah. They don't need the plastic. I think the cover. plastic was just to keep it from eroding, but we needed the plastic cover to make the student section explode at every sporting event. Correct. We needed them. We needed it more than one. And we appreciate, we appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Sam Walton. <laughs> what else? Yeah, after freshman year. And it was sophomore year, Glenwood. Got into that. We all decided it was a good idea to get a house. Yes. Right, and myself and uh, Zachary Everidge. Shout out, Zach. Sorry I drank your milk and <laughs> made you leave. Where did we find the house? Where did we find it? Was it Craigslist? Craigslist, dude. It we was Craigslist. Zach, on Craigslist. Zach's mom found it on Craigslist. Yes. So uh, that made, oh, yeah. it made the situation even worse because I, I don't think he liked me at all. And that's fine. Uh-huh. I come off a little strong and I'm very opinionated and I'm stubborn. So That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. We're allowed. We're all allowed to have our own opinions. Yeah, I still like Zach. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I still like he's him. He's doing UFC now. I saw. What? I see his Instagram every now and then. He's a, he's a fighter. So shout out to him. I hope he's doing good. Yeah, look him up, Zachary Everidge. We'll probably see him on UFC here. I mean, he's he's tenacious. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he's fighting. He's, good for him. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Good for yeah. him, dude. That's that's actually kind of cool. I'm sure he's doing big things. Yeah, that's great. And then. uh Anthony Saunders, a.k.a. Durs, and 
Well, let's just AKA put it out there. Durs. Durs was Durs before Workaholics. And we actually tried to make like this YouTube show with Cody Hector, who who's very good at filmography or filmography, however you would yeah, say that. Film- He's very good. Filmography, at- I guess. You know Blanco Brown? Blanco Brown. The Get Up, that song, Go and Do the Two song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. recorded his music video. Cody did. Oh, I believe it. He's yeah. very talented. He's very, very talented. Shout out Cody Hector. If you're listening to this all the way in Nashville, hey, we miss you. Want to fish soon? I really wanted to finish that YouTube series too. Man, that was you the know first. The first episode was kind of juvenile and a little immature, but the second one, it was great. And then the teaser trailer phenomenal. for it was quality too. Phenomenal. He, he did great, and it was it was fun. I enjoyed it while it lasted. If uh, if you're wondering, you can go and watch the first episode. The first episode. We did things that we should not have done while filming the second episode and parts of the third that we had filmed. We kind of learned from our mistake, one of which was we could not start drinking at nine in the morning and try to film. Yeah. I forgot every line, stumbling <laughs> over words. So we used what we could get. But it's it's Glenwood 432 on YouTube. All one word, G L E N W O O D four three two. Go and watch it. I think it almost has ten thousand views on it. I think it just blew up because we had all those house parties at this place. That is true. Like our house had its own Twitter, its own YouTube at one point, its own Instagram. Like we had all like access to this account to just post. All right, this is when the party's going down. This is the things that we were doing for the weekend and everybody would be there even if we didn't post anything and we were just trying to chill in our living room people were there rolling up with bottles and we never turned them away yeah <laughs> that was that was kind away. of the thing i mean we never had an empty house there ever there ever. were probably always 5 to 6 people i would say at, least. at all times always no matter what and only 3 people live there yeah but, I mean, sometimes we had upwards of uh, 10 people living there. Not really yeah. living there, but staying there. And we had a pet squirrel. We did have a pet squirrel. And we had a fish that was part fish. of SEAL Team Goldfish. Shout out Orville. Yeah. Rest in peace. Orville Redenbugger. He did, unfortunately did not make it into the SEAL Team. He passed. After Christmas, va- Christmas vacation. Yeah. R.I.P. When when you party a lot, it, it tends you tend to get forgetful, and uh, we kind of misplaced <laughs> him. Yeah, and forgot we had a fish. So terrible way to die. Please don't report us. It was a long time ago. We really actually oh, loved yeah. him, but he died because of neglect. We took good care of our animals down the road. So yeah, I mean, I still have one that's still alive. Yeah, shout out Maya. St. Bernard. And the cutest St. Bernard. Biggest St. Bernard I've ever seen. Yeah. She was the runt. That's what's wild. I mean, she's only 135 pounds. And I say only as in like because their breed, the males can get upwards of 250 pounds. Jeez. I think her dad was 268. Her mom was 180. So for her to come out. That's a (laughs) a thick-ass dog. (laughs) Go watch that video if you haven't seen it. It's Uh. hilarious. It's funny. But yeah, I think it all started 
really in the housing rec center. That first party, just feeling that energy, wanting to host oh, yeah. parties all the time. And then when we got a house, it was, I mean, it was just game over. We had a great basement, built a great bar, got a ping pong table with LED lights in it. Oh, Yeah, the basement was finished, so it was, it was great. Oh, phenomenal. And we pretty much hung out every single day, unless you had to go do your drum line yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. And the old Ford Focus. Yes. Chariot of Fire. Yeah, if you're ever wanting a car that can you can just beat the shit out of, I'm sure this one was an exception because they're notorious for just breaking. But I had a 2000 Ford Focus, bright cherry red, and I beat the living shit out of that car. Yes, Beat it. Did. Put 150,000 miles on it in one year, which is, which is absurd. I just drove everywhere. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure why, but I just drove that thing everywhere. That thing would drive through the apocalypse. It, it I really would. when they shut the city down in Fort Wayne. They shut the city down because the snow was so bad. The, every single road was iced over. And you and I were like, fuck it. Let's go out. Yeah, Let's not go for out. us. We were drifting. Let's go explore the world. Yeah, there was not a we car out there. We started just drifting. And I didn't like, care. It was a piece of shit car. So mile, like, I didn't, I didn't mile care. mile and a half away from the house. Ran right into a snowbank. Backed it up. Kept on cruising. <laughs> kept on cruising. Didn't even flinch. The old beast didn't even care. Yeah. What a great car, dude. Great car. Yeah. And it was it's nimble. It was fucking nimble. That thing could turn yeah. on a dime. It was like little just... It was a trooper. It, I it called it the zippy. Rumblebee. Because uh, <laughs> the, the engine mount... Uh, the engine shook so much that the engine mounts, the rubber pieces that attach to the chassis of the car, or the or the frame. I don't. I don't I'm not a car person. It attaches to the body of the vehicle. Had degraded so much from all the rumbling that it was now just rubbing against metal. It was metal against metal. And so when you got in this thing, it was like having a fucking shake weight on your hands. I mean, it's just. But it was great. Yeah, man. It was a great car. I don't I know it. if I should be saying this, but uh, I remember, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say yeah. this, about the seatbelt, the cheat code that oh, was involved yeah. with your car and deactivating the alarm for a seatbelt. It's crazy. You gotta like flip the wipers on, turn the headlights on, flip the wipers off, turn, like push the button three times, turn your volume up and down. It's a crazy cheat code. But eventually, you can turn off the alarm and deactivate the alarm for having your seatbelt buckled in. I mean, I don't recommend it. It's so wild. You should wear your seatbelt, but I have like a huge problem with not. Like if I'm wearing my parka in the winter, I I probably should even more, but I don't wear a seatbelt if I have my parka on because I just can't. Um, Yeah, it's bad. I'm sorry. But I I don't go anywhere. I mean, I go to the gas station or something. It's. And I understand that that's even yeah, when, yeah, yeah. that's when most accidents actually occur is when we're, you're within a mile. So I'm an idiot. Don't do this at home. But yes, you can deact. I've deactivated my on my Chrysler. It's a secret cheat code. You can look it up online. People do it. You have. To, I mean, it's a process, but it'll stop the dinging and the chiming. It will stop the chiming. Also, what stops the chiming is wearing your seatbelt. That is correct, and it also Which stops you from dying, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, wear your seatbelt, people. It's just you're an idiot <laughs> if you don't. I, we've already established that I'm a full-blown idiot, so there's that. But it was crazy. I was just astounded that 
vehicles had something like that. Oh yeah, it's wild. Every, every vehicle has has that capability. It's just you got to look it up. Just Google it, find out, do it, but, or don't do it. I'm sorry, do not do it. It's ill advised. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> After the three years. We lived together, and then uh, after that, I just decided to go into the Navy. And the the reason was, I was going to college for architectural engineering, three years, and like, when you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, it's like, 21. you don't really know what you want. You're not, you're not even like, your brain's not even fully developed yet until you're like 25. So making all those huge decisions in your life. It's, it's kind of silly, and uh, so myself, I took all the liberty to go out and explore the world like a rumspringer, like I was Amish, and I was just getting let loose, and I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I, had, I made a lot of memories, but I didn't take college as serious as I should have to be successful, and uh also, my sister went to St. Francis in Indiana, and she double majored in criminology and sociology as an honor student. She's like smartest, smartest uh, sibling in the family by far. She's very successful now too. But um, when she graduated from college, she worked at the mall at Things Remembered, and I I remember with, like thinking to myself, "Oh, she's the smartest one in the family. How am I going to be able to?" be successful outside of college with all the student loan debt. So that was basically the reason why I joined the military was to pay off my student loans. And then if I decided to go back to college, which um, I could probably finish my degree in the Navy, but I don't know if I would necessarily go back to college, but I would have the opportunity to be taken care of fully through the military and have the opportunity to go back to college if I wanted to and pay off my student loans. And uh, since then, I've been in the Navy for five years now, and I do not regret it. I yeah. do not regret it. I think it's been good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Seen some definite positive changes. I mean, not only did the Navy, but it's just growing up. I mean, we've we've all grown up quite a bit since those days. I mean... Yeah, your only goal back then, and I'm the, I was the exact same way. I mean, all through high, I mean, junior and senior year of high school was basically just teachers saying, "Hey, you need to prepare yourself for college. You need to go to college. You have to go to college. You have to, one hundred percent, or you're not going to be successful." Yep. That I think this is that, the way everybody does it. That needs to change. There are trade schools that you can go to w- with no debt. There's way better. College is not for everybody. I'll just say it that. is not. And when you go in at 18 years old, you're just going to party. I mean, for the majority of people, I'm sure there are there are people that don't. It's got to be at least 90 percent, especially for freshmen. That's why the majority of people are like five year students. Yeah. Most yeah. of them, at least. I mean, I, I went in wanting to do music education. Yeah. And then I realized that a lot of work actually went into that. And then I also realized that I hate teaching people. I can't can't stand it. I mean, for me, drumming came naturally and it was something that I could just do. So it really took me back when people were trying to do this and practicing and just not getting it. And it, yeah, like teaching me, 
Yeah, <laughs> me as a person. It's like I don't get it. Me as a person trying to explain that just it, I I have no patience and then I realized yeah. I could never be a teacher. I just wanted to tell everyone to quit basically. <laughs> And you can't do that as a teacher. So, I mean, shout out teachers. If you have the patience to do that every day, you're a different breed. I mean, we need good teachers. I don't think they pay teachers enough. But, yeah, it was not for me. I can't do it. But, I mean, when you're forced into that decision, that was the only thing I knew at the time was music. So that seemed like a shoe-in for me, at least. But, uh, yeah, they, they... you need to stop rushing people into these decisions. It's a very, very big life choice going to college, and they don't explain that fully. And you can dig yourself into a big hole if very you don't big. know what you want and you just wander around aimlessly trying to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life, trying to change your major over and over and over again. And those colleges, are they're going to get their money. 100%. Those those loan companies are going to get their money and there's nothing you can do about it unless and I'm not trying to promote like join the military, but they do offer that. So find your nearest recruiter and uh, just join the military Oorah. get your college for free. <laughs> that's not that's also not for everybody, but they do they do teach you the discipline and patience that I think every everybody could use a little more of um and then they give you the opportunity to go to college for free so and at that young age i mean you're getting paid to to learn a trade right away and the possibility of just like ranking up and advancing i think that's what has piqued my interest to reenlist and kind of stay in the navy was the recognition involved and i think i don't do everything for recognition but it's it's nice to get it and uh, it's more motivating for me if if somebody notices. I think that's why I re-enlist because I'm actually good. I'm good at this, and people notice. So no, that's I mean that's great. I mean, yeah. You were just telling me, everybody, let's wish the best of luck to Will as he goes for chief. Yeah, I'm up for chief. That's uh, I just hit my five year mark. I'm up for chief. It's. I'm not trying to boast or toot my own horn, but that does not happen. And I definitely owe it all to my command and my chief that's in charge of me right now because without him, I would have gotten in so much trouble. I could have I could have been uh, a third class still or even worse, but he's definitely he's covered for me a lot of times. And I just hope that I'm as good as a, of a chief as he is when I end up making it, but yeah, I'm on a good track. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but, dude, I really yeah. do hope you, hope you get it. You deserve it. Yeah, man. So, That'd be I know you work hard. I know, I know your work ethic, so I'm sure it's well-deserved. Yeah. Submarines is a crazy life too, man. Like I was just thinking about it. Like, I don't know if I want to do this or pursue this or not, but I thought it'd be cool to write a book, like a memoir about my life as a submariner. And like, because not a lot of people get to experience that. And in the four years, like, I just hit four years two days ago on the submarine. First boat, four years. And uh, I showed up as a seaman. So you can see, like, anybody that's in the military, you can understand, like, how 
crucial command climbing is and how much it affects your the possibility of you ranking up and leveling up. But I have fully qualified everything on the boat and when I qualified pilot, I'm driving this submarine and I'm like, dang, this is crazy. You're driving for eight hours staring at a screen, trusting your sonar techs to listen to sounds, to create contacts when they send it over to fire control. And that's how you see. You don't have windows. You don't have any anything else but the people behind you telling you how to drive. And it's crazy to think that it's just second nature for us. And you don't think anything of it. You're just cruising around in the bottom of the ocean, doing your job, and nobody thinks otherwise. And after your watch, you're just sitting in cruise mess, eating your omelet or whatever time it is. You're eating your food, just relaxing. And I remember just sitting in the cruise mess, and we're listening to Jackson 5. <laughs> and it's, it's little Michael Jackson singing... It might have been the ABC song, but everybody's just chilling in there, having conversation. I'm like, this is an experience that nobody in the world really gets to experience. Only a one percent of like the one, like one tenth of a percent probably in the world have ever done what I have done, and it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Like, it's space. Yeah, it's pretty much space. Like the next thing to space. Yeah. I mean, that's how they train. Yeah. That's why I like Netflix has this uh, new um, Netflix original Lost in Space series. And I know like there was a movie that came out probably in the 2000s or the 90s. But I remember it being really good. And now they have this Netflix series. So I've been binge watching oh, that when so I should good. be reading. It's so And good, it's though. so great, man. Yeah. It's great. I just finished the second season. Or I think it, is it the second or the third season? That just second. Yeah. The third season hasn't came out yet. Yeah, I got two more episodes in the second season, but SpaceX and the Space Force, if if you're looking for astronauts, look no further than the submarine force because we already survive on our own air. We make our own water, and I, th- I think we're perfectly capable of handling uh, 130 people in a crew and surviving with them for for a long time and working as a cohesive unit. It blows my mind. I don't think I would do very well in cramped quarters with 130 people underneath the sea. That's just me. I mean, yeah. It takes a special breed, and I, I'm willing to say that that breed is not me. I, could I think it do. takes a psycho. Yeah. Like you got, <laughs> you're crazy. At first, you're like, your first time, you're like, oh, you're rocking. You go out to sea for the first time, and then you submerge. It's like, you're just stuck on the pier again. Like the boat's not even moving. You have no idea. It's like, this could all be a simulation and we could just be in this little tuna can. That's just like, all right, we're moving around, but really you're just stuck on the side of the pier and nobody would know. Can you not feel it? You can't feel anything. It's like a Cadillac. Really? (laughs) Just gliding through the ocean. Yeah, man. Fucking shit up. Honestly, if you ever want to next time we have a tiger cruise, I'll invite you out, and maybe you can fly out to wherever we're at and go on a little three-day underway and see what it's like. Wait, hold on a second. They'll let me do that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we do them every now and then. It's, it's it's a cool experience for civilians to get to understand what their family and friends 
do and how they live their life underway. And it's awesome that commands get to do that. I am 100% serious. Let's make that happen. <laughs> I, I 100% need to do this, Will. 100%. I think you would enjoy it. I will. I am a thousand percent ready to do that right now. And then we can go in the Space Force together. I, I would be down for Space Force. I think it's just convincing the wives, like, hey, let's go do this together. It'd be fun. I would protect the, the space in a spaceship. Who, who knows what's going to happen in the next 30 years? Crazy shit. I mean, 30 years ago, did they even have cell phones? No, they didn't. No, Their phones uh, were connected to the yeah. uh, cigarette lighter in a car. They still had, I mean, cell phones came out in the 80s, but they were brave. They were huge. Yeah. They were The smartphone, I want to say the smartphone was 2008. The iPhone? Yeah. 2008? That's a computer in your pocket. 12 years ago. That's fucking crazy. And look what we're at right now. We're talking to each other on cell phones via FaceTime. And it's crystal fucking clear. Like, this is nuts. There's videos. It's just clear, live video, and it's 512 gigs of storage space that's insane that's more than my laptop has yeah technology moves moves so quick it's absolutely absurd i think uh 30 years into the future will be pretty crazy and i know that everybody says oh the future is going to be absolutely insane but i uh, i believe that we are in an era that is just i mean it's just absurd that we've never had stuff move this quick i mean it's just crazy it's faster and faster and faster and faster. Eventually, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to create a space station and go out and just explore Elon the Musk universe and the galaxy. Man, SpaceX is doing it. They're going to Mars. Here, I thought yeah. it was by twenty twenty five or twenty twenty three or something. Can look it up for you folks. Yeah, SpaceX Mars mission. I signed up for whatever reason. They didn't want me. I think it has to do with me having <laughs> zero skills. Yeah, I can uh, talk to people and annoy the shit out of them. Computer hacking skills, nunchuck skills. Yeah, karate. I know three forms of karate. SpaceX. Yeah, the Mars mission. They're going. They've already sent. I mean, their rockets are absolutely crazy. I mean, they're refueling the space station. My uh, in-laws went and went and saw the SpaceX. Isn't that out uh, in California where they launch those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, and Cape Canaveral. They, they've got a launch pad out in Cape Canaveral. But it's absolutely absurd what he's doing. Shout out Elon Musk, the goat. The goat. He's so intelligent. So intelligent. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine having a conversation with him and being able to just, I don't know, pique his interest to like continue on a conversation where he just keeps on talking and talking and talking. Well, it's tough. I mean, Joe Rogan. He's so smart. He's so smart. It's hard. That podcast was hard to listen to. I'm just going to put it out there. And it's not because Joe did a bad job. It's that Elon is just so careful with how he talks and it is Mm -hmm. excruciating to listen to. (laughs) It really is. He's just computing, computing, computing what he's about to say, and then says it, and then pauses, computes some more, and then says it. I mean, he talks like an engineer. He is an engineer. Yeah, so yeah. We all know those people. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, nuclear engineers on submarines, and I would say half are, like, socially accepted, and the other half is, like, 
yo, <laughs> we can work together, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. They're next level, like smart, next level smart. Really? Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to even relate to people that smart, in my opinion. Big brain time. <laughs> Big brain time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would say that I'm generally pretty intelligent, but I'm also half retarded. So, I guess you can't say that anymore. You can't say retarded anymore. It's a musical term, and you are musically inclined. Yeah, exactly. The the word slow, right? Slow. I'm slow. That's what you meant. Yeah, I'm slow in in certain areas. It wasn't derogatory by any any means. I have friends that are retarded. I'm going to edit that out. I'm just going to go ahead and edit that out. Just a little clip. (laughs) That was a joke, guys. I know this isn't a comedy. What did Tom Segura say? Tom Segura was like, maybe, maybe I'm getting the wrong comedian, but he's like, I have plenty of gay friends, but I'm not gonna say like that's gay to somebody that's gay. Like it, it doesn't make sense. It's not in the right context. Something that's gay is like stupid, right? Maybe should just clip this whole clip out, but it's funny and like people relate to it, but it's. It's just comedy. We're not trying to offend anybody by any means, but people just want to take everything to heart and not just have some thick skin and like let it roll off your shoulders if it offends you. Not everything in the world should offend you. Like, yeah. Just and if it does, live your life and let other people live their lives and everybody love everybody. Yeah, ELE baby. But I mean, I I like getting offended. If somebody can offend me, good. I kind of like that. That promotes growth. Yeah. Too. So, I don't know. Sometimes people just take it too far, though. Like, let's just be civil. Yeah. Call of Duty uh, is toxic. Oh, man. That is a game that is very yeah, toxic. Yeah, those children that just destroy my KD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would talk so much shit to you. Like, Yeah. Uh, sorry about your mother's children. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the good ones... Uh, I'm I'm just going to preface this by saying that I am not a pedophile or a sex offender. But <laughs> yeah. when I have a kid screaming at me, I will usually scream back and and say, "Does your mom know that you are playing with a sex offender?" <laughs> it gets a couple <laughs> chuckles in the lobby and the kid usually stops talking to me Leaves. for the rest of the game. Uh. <laughs> I've had him leave, yeah. I don't think anybody takes me too seriously on there. I don't think you should take anybody seriously on there. But, yeah, if you want some toxicity in your life, go ahead and play Call of Duty. Get some negativity in your life. Release some negativity in your life. Yeah, you'll learn how to string. Give and take. Give and take. You'll learn how to string together series of of cuss words and derogatory statements better. They don't have to make sense. None. Just let it out. Just let it out. Let out your aggression. Play your game. Live it. But um, I've already had a couple people want to get on this as well with us and talk about some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my roommate that lives upstairs, he's like, yo, this is pretty cool. You could have a lot of different conversations. He's like already trying to give me topics. I'm like, yeah, man, we'll get you, we'll get you on the show. Well, the thing is, I mean, our original topic for, for this episode was just giving a basic background of how we met. And we didn't even really unpack all of that. Because we just have so much to talk about. I mean, there's just so much we yeah. can talk about. I don't know. If we get some feedback, people just uh, email us. I don't even have yeah. an email set up, but I will put it in the description later. I think it's ab3productions at gmail.com. Is that what it was? Yeah, that sounds right. 
Email it. Give us some suggestions if you want to hear something. There's probably nobody even listening, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I don't care. I'm having a good conversation with my friend. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be honest, we only really talk when we're at home. And we can pick up right right back up where we left. But yeah. Like, every time. Everybody's just living their lives, yeah. doing their own thing, trying to be successful in the world, trying to hustle. And uh, so we only get like maybe four days out of the year if I come home. Yeah. And uh, now I talk at least once a week, but yeah, it's good. It's good to reconnect. It's good to promote that stimulating conversation. And I encourage everybody else listening to just reconnect with with your network. We had we had a huge network, and you just need to to go back through and start talking to people again. Not be so absorbed by the technology, but use it in the right way to, to connect with people all, all across the world. Yeah. I mean, how many miles are we apart? I mean, we're at least like 12 hours apart. Yeah. This is insane. Technology is great. We're having a face-to-face conversation, even though we're not even in the same state. Mm-hmm. This is just absolutely, it's cool. You, we couldn't have done this last, I mean, 10 years ago. Couldn't have done this. I don't think we could. We couldn't. No, 2010. I don't believe we could. I mean, I'm Maybe. sure there was a way. But it would have sucked. Skype. Yeah. Oh, Skype. Yeah, Skype exists. Existed. Exists. It still exists. I don't think anybody Skype uses is it. cool. FaceTime is pretty much the ruler now. I am. Or whatever Samsung has. Uh, yeah. Samsung time. <laughs> Anyone with knowledge of that, let us know. Not an let Android user. I have no problem against it. I don't want to start that. With but. the Android Androids are cool. Not for me. Once you once you have a platform, you just kind of stick to it. I mean, everything costs yeah. so much money. Like, you get an iPhone, you get an iPad, you get the Apple Watch, and then, yeah, you just stick to one. Then all of a sudden, I've got my Apple ear pods and Apple underwear and socks <laughs> and shit. I don't know. Apple make... They made. I'm going to say they made good products. Honestly, the... The quality has gone down quite a bit, but the best purchase that I have made recently, Apple wise, has been the AirPods. Those yeah. are the coolest things. They work great. I got my pair like probably three years ago. My first Apple AirPods. And I forget when they first came out, but I knew they were. were everybody was talking about them. I'm like, eh, I can afford that. Like if if they're quality, you get what you pay for. So I got Absolutely. these things. And I had them for like two years, still worked perfectly fine. And then one day I was on the boat and after a workout, I had a workout, sent them through the washer and dryer, sent the, everything through the washer and dryer. Oh no. The Apple AirPods work phenomenally. Still to this day, they work great. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to buy a new set. I'm not made of money by any means, but right. they are worth buying another set and just being more responsible with them. But they still work great. That is that's awesome. That would have been so. I think sad. there was like an extra spin cycle too on that. Really? <laughs> I mean, they come in a pretty cool case. I mean, the case seems pretty airtight. I don't know. I've just been very very happy with them. The sound quality is decent too. I yeah, they work conversations great. Conversations and I mostly listen to podcasts on them. And spoken yeah. word, so and I, I can't attest to the fidelity of like listening to high quality music, 
But I mean, I for that I've got Bose QC35s. I'll use those. Those sound yeah. phenomenal if I'm gonna do that. But if I'm gonna mow the lawn because the noise canceling on those things is fucking unreal. It's so good. Can mow the lawn. Hear the lawnmower. They're great. I got the I got the Beats Studios, and they they're pretty good at noise canceling. And I like them a lot where I'm trying to listen to new music and find new music. But besides that, they just make my head so hot. They just keep it yeah. all the heat. Yes, they do. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of the over-the-ear headset, though. I mean, they're, they're all pretty yeah. warm, regardless of, of who makes them. But, yeah, speaking of music, I don't think – I've just pretty much given up on trying to find good yeah. music because it doesn't exist. Ouch. Step up, artists. All you musicians out there, you need to step up. There's just like mumble rap bullshit that's out right now. I'll be honest. I mean, I've, maybe I'm just getting older. I've just been going back to like the oldies. So Roaring Twenties yeah, all over same. again. So I'm bringing it yeah. back. I'm listening to the goddamn rap pack yeah. right now. I, I took it back to jazz, baby. We're listening to that old mm-hmm. school. Just nobody... I mean, it's all, everything sounds the same. Yeah. And I don't know if it's me getting old and I'm over, like, Billy, I, I like Billy Eyelash. Billy Eyelash is pretty good. I know a lot, of guys, a lot of guys like her. She's just got this quirky, different it's vibe to her. I like it. She, she goes against the grain for sure. Yeah. And I think that's why she's successful yeah. because everybody else sounds the exact same. <laughs> And she was young too. Like I think her first album, she was like fourteen years old, and then she's taken off ever since. Yeah. Well, she produces it with her brother in her room. Yeah. Her songs. Well, she did. I don't know if she does anymore. She probably has a studio yeah. now. But that takes some talent, and I respect mm-hmm. that. I'm glad that she w- became so successful, honestly, because we need more artists like that to follow that route. Yeah. And come up, like Olu. Where are you at, bro? Yeah, Apple Juice Break is oh still gosh. to this day one of my favorite songs, and you stop making it music. Just disappeared. Where are you at? What are you doing? Keep doing it, man. Come back. <laughs> we miss you. It was like nineteen, nine years yeah, ago. Very young. He was, he was yeah, like almost. He was, he was our, our age. age. He's probably like thirty yeah, now. I think he's yeah, as we are almost. Oh, uh, we're getting old. Yeah. You want to hear a funny story? What's up? So I'm bad at math let's just preface this with i'm bad at math <laughs> just in general i failed geometry three times in high ah. school also also my teacher was smoking yeah, hot. that's a distraction smoke for hot. all your teachers out it, yeah, there it, for a young boy uh, i had ugly teachers the entire time there's old witch-like teachers that were just like Ugh. and now all of a sudden that's great for your education yes that's very good for your education now all of a sudden you have these teachers that look like models, which just look great. And they're sleeping with their students? Like, where the fuck were you guys yeah. at? Yeah. <laughs> school. Come on. Sex ed would have been a whole nother class. Johnny. Oh, my God. So, I'm bad at math. <laughs> I uh, turned 26, and I look to Andrea, and I say, hey, I'm officially closer to 30 or now, or I said I can round up. I now I can round up to thirty, because I wasn't aware that at five you round up. <laughs> I thought that four and below you round down. 
six and above, you round up, and five stays at five. That makes sense to me. Smack dab in the middle. That's yeah. what I thought. Because, I mean, you can understand, I mean, if it's a 1.5, why would I round yeah, up? Yeah, it's, it's in the middle. It's 1.5. You're not closer to anything except 1.5. That's what I thought. Who the fuck made math? You could sell that. Who made math, dude? Because you, what were you were out there? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna round up because uh, it was probably like a a bank that wanted more money, money, so they just rounded up. Like, oh, uh, we loaned you uh, one point five, but just give us two dollars. We'll call it even. <laughs> yeah, me back then, I would just excuse me. Makes sense. We're at half here, homie. Because <laughs> technically, I feel like you can round up or down. I think that's what yeah. they teach too. It's like preference. I mean, obviously, I'd round up if it involves money. Anything else, I'd round down. Yeah. Unless it's like money I yeah. owe. Then you round up. Ah, no, it's, it's, it's one. <laughs> but if you owe me money, it's two. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Let's make math great again, guys. Make math great again. Nga. Nga. It's a movement. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we discussed on text, but Mondays. I think releasing this fire flame on Motivational Monday. Motivational Monday. Really, just get it out yeah. there. People can listen to it throughout the week. Record like on Friday, Saturday, or something. Maybe we'll say and something just, that'll just trigger you to do something. Do something extra with your life. Like get up off the fucking couch, you lazy piece read of shit. Read a book. Yeah, read a book, you ignorant idiot. Be nice to somebody. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick, you fucking prick. I don't know. We'll throw out some suggestions. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm the complete opposite will is such a good well-mannered young man and i'm over here i'm just a vulgar asshole that's okay i try not to cuss the sailor like a sailor that i am but i'm not even in the military and i'm i'm a cussing sailor <laughs> i cuss like a sailor i'm sorry i work with truck drivers truckers you, got, you guys you got have a trucker mouth yeah i got a truck trucker talk yeah monday with that fresh heat every monday Ooh, just be on the lookout salivating all weekend then Monday comes around, boom, some Monday motivation. Yeah. But yeah, I think we can give some suggestions on some books and so that you're yeah, reading yeah, right and, now. I'm yeah, just reading, reading that book that you got me. Or gave oh yeah, Lynchpin, dude. The, are you indispensable? Yeah, I don't need it back, dude. That's yours. I'll just read the first paragraph for you all. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go. Story time with Will. Everybody's a genius and it's not really based on your IQ, but being able to solve a problem that nobody else has been able to solve. So it's honestly in everybody. It is. I, I mean, oh. if you just, if you approach a situation with a different mindset than everybody else, you don't have to be a fucking yeah. genius to, to have a genius mm -hmm. moment. You just have to be willing to look for things in every situation. Look for opportunities that others may not see just be ob observant be vil uh what's the word vigilant yeah be vigilant and have an open mind i think having an open mind is one of the greatest things and a lot of people are just living in their blind with their blinders on not willing to see other people's perspectives and that really inhibits growth in my opinion and also on top of that just being confident enough to share what you have on your mind, being confident enough to allow people to hear what you have to bring to the table. Because some, sometimes you may have all the knowledge in the world, but if you're too 
introverted to even open your mouth then nobody nobody gets to experience what you have to offer so be bold take a step outside of the box be be comfortable with being uncomfortable honestly that is yeah that's it right there be comfortable with being uncomfortable i uh 100 percent. i forget who said this quote and i think it was uh tony robbins who does like motivational seminars and it might have been somebody else but it kind of resonated with me and stuck with me ever since i heard it i think it was like five years ago but um it's deep too it's like hell on earth would be meeting the person that you could not become and that's ah could you imagine like every day that you're just lounging around to like not reaching your full potential and then to one day like 50 years down the road you meet yourself in an alternate reality and this guy is just like top-notch like upper echelon person that you could you would never in your life dream of being somebody that had the capability that this guy had and it could have been you if you just pushed a little more and tried to better yourself every day damn and and that's kind of motivated me i know if that doesn't motivate if that doesn't motivate you there's there's something not turning in your head there's something not right you need to go get a physical you should go get a physical and make sure that you're alive. My wife kind of pointed it out to me the other day. I was trying to strike a conversation with her because she, she's serving right now overseas. And it was New Year's. I'm like, it's tradition to talk about New Year's resolution and what you have on your plate. And I think it's just a good time to like after a year to just sit down and reflect and see what you've done with your life so far. And where you want your life to go. But she was just like, just reflect a little bit every day and live a better day tomorrow than you did today. Just, just, you don't need a New Year's resolution to to change your life. Just be better every single day. And uh, just chip away. Just Just, try. it It doesn't take that much effort to just make one small step forward. And if you, if you fall back, just, Keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward, and then that's that's how you grow. Absolutely. Well, that brings us up to an hour and ten minutes. I'm sure we'll clip some some out, but we'll leave you with that. Right. We'll leave you guys at that. Keep it right at a keep it right out an hour. We don't want to go through a lot of time and then have to pay a bunch of money. Yeah. We're using (laughs) a we're using a free account. So if anybody wants to fund this Reach Ooh, out to us. Boy. See if you like it. Maybe yeah. just I'm just shooting my shot here. Me. Yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah. Maybe we set up a Patreon. Somebody just pay for our hosting fees. <laughs> if you want to hear us, pay for our hosting fees. Because that's... If you want to hear more of us, I should say. If you're fine with listening to us every Monday. Yeah. We're cool with we're that, fine. too. Well, everybody, that is a wrap. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, suggestions or want to hop on this thing, contact us at ab3podcast at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned each and every Monday. We'll be dropping this hot fire flame for your listening pleasure. Thanks again. Go do something cool this week.